Hello and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. In the next few minutes, let's take time to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. We hope this message will lead you to know Him better and help you develop a love for His Word. Today we will go through Psalm 58 and let's read it together. Do you indeed decree what is right, you gods? Do you judge the children of man uprightly? No, in your hearts you devise wrongs. Your hands deal out violence on earth. The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray from birth, speaking lies. They have venom like the venom of a serpent, like the deaf adder that stops its ear, so that it does not hear the voice of charmers or the cunning enchanter. O God, break the teeth in their mouths, tear out the fangs of the young lions, O Lord. Let them vanish like water that runs away. When he aims his arrows, let them be blunted. Let them be like the snail that dissolves into slime, like the stillborn child who never sees the sun. Sooner than your pots can feel the heat of thorns, whether green or ablaze, may he sweep them away. The righteous will rejoice when he sees the vengeance. He will bathe his feet in the blood of the wicked. Mankind will say, surely there is a reward for the righteous. Surely there is a God who judges on earth. You know, there are a lot of Psalms that are greatly quoted throughout history. We ourselves have our favorite Psalms. Uh, those, you know, we easily claim and recite every time we pray or sim- simply just declare as we live life every day. A lot of these uh, have been inculcated in our memories. The Psalm we read, Psalm 58, is probably not one of those Psalms we memorized. Well, at least it wasn't on my list. See, the Psalm talks about the venom of the wicked. as like the venom of a serpent in verse 3. I mean, how could you memorize that? Then it asks God to break the teeth in their mouths and tear out the fangs of the young lions in verse 6. It definitely wasn't a psalm I was inclined to memorize and meditate on every day. You know, yet as we read and study the psalm, there is an important facet of who God is we can learn and find comfort in, just the way it is in every psalm. Psalm 58, well, has four parts, and it opens with the psalmist challenging the current rulers. In Psalm 58, verses 1 and 2, it says, Do you indeed decree what is right, you gods? Do you judge the children of man uprightly? No, in your hearts you devise wrongs. Your hands deal out violence on earth. You know, the psalmist was basically challenging the uprightness of the rulers they had, questioning and pointing to the kind of injustice that actually existed. You know, the rulers who were supposed to be uh, the beacon of hope, those who should embody the highest ideals of human justice, were in fact failing miserably. And you know, while this was during the time of David and referred to the rulers of Israel, uh, Israel was supposed to be a theocracy and in name at least be governed by the principles of justice we find in the word of God. It is something we all could refer to when we are faced with injustice from people in authority who should otherwise embody the true rule of law and righteousness, but who do not. I am sure one way or the other, we have been witness to this kind of injustice. You know, or rulers or people in authority who instead of meeting out a just rule are the very people who abuse their power and in turn withhold justice. Some of you listening to this morning devotion may actually be directly affected by the injustice we are referring to. 
You may be a victim of such. Or you, you, know, you may know one who is. What do we do when we see such injustice? How do we handle it? Here, uh, we see the psalmist crying out to God. He was not blind to such injustice. In fact, the succeeding verses were a direct charge against the tyrannical rulers. The psalmist uh, was describing just how wicked they were. In Psalm 58, you know, verse, verse 3, it says, The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray from birth, speaking lies. You know, the psalmist was describing the wickedness of these people, and it was their very nature to behave that way. Uh, he basically was saying, from birth, they're like that. And sometimes, you know, we forget. When I read that, I, was reali I realized sometimes we forget that human nature is contrary to a spirit-filled life. When we see injustice, it is because it is in the very nature of the people to behave in such manner. You know, there's a perspective. That's a perspective we should not uh, lose as Christians. That's why we ought to preach the gospel. Because only Jesus can set things right. Only Jesus can change the hearts of men. And, you know, in verses 4 and 5, let's continue reading. They have venom, like the venom of a serpent, like the deaf adder that stops its ear, so that it does not hear the voice of charmers or of the cunning enchanter. You know, here they are described as impossible to be corrected. Nothing moves them. They are deaf to appeals or threats. They stay the way they are. And, you know, have you encountered people or rulers who behave in such manner? And have you been so frustrated by them? I have. I believe we all have. Uh, but if we read in verses 6 and 7, it says, Oh God, break the teeth in their mouths. Tear out the fangs of the young lions, O Lord. Let them vanish like water that runs away. When he aims his arrows, let them be blunted. You know, let's learn from the psalmist. He took his frustration to God in prayer. He asked God to break their root. It is very colorful language. But in essence, he was asking God to intervene. He cried in prayer to God. You know, it's so easy now to cry using every uh, platform and avenue we have access to. But let's see how the men and women of the Bible did it. They cried out to God. And we, you know, and we know we can be assured that God does not disappoint. The psalm ends with a celebration. In uh, verses 10 and 11, it says, The righteous will rejoice when he sees the vengeance. He will bathe his feet in the blood of the wicked. Verse 11, mankind will say, surely there is, there is a reward for the righteous. Surely there is a God who judges on earth. You know, the celebration comes as the psalmist declares how things will be when God, the ultimate judge, brings justice on the earth. You know, and the just rule will ultimately triumph under him. And when we speak of God being a just God, two things we can hold on to. Every human authority will one day be subject to God's judgment. We are not to lose hope, but are encouraged to cry out to the ultimate judge there is. That is God himself. You know, it may be a little difficult now. I do not discount that. It is difficult for a lot of people, but we can be certain that God will one day vindicate his justice in the world. That is a promise we should hold on to. Now, if God is the God of justice, then we can also trust this. There is a reward that awaits the righteous because right ultimately triumphs under God's rule. You know, when the psalmist talks about the celebration when God judges the tyrants, it wasn't just a celebration because they have been defamed. I believe it was a celebration because every hope 
they depend on God was not put to waste. Brothers and sisters, when we put our hope in God, when we hold on to Him as our ultimate judge and vindicator, we will never be put to shame. God will come through for us. Today, what is it, you know, you are pinning your hopes to God for? What is the cry of your heart that seeks to be acknowledged? Take it to God because He is the ultimate ruler who will not put us to shame. We can trust God. He is just and He is the one who can make things right. And you know, as we end this morning's devotion, I want us to pray. And uh, as we pray, let's acknowledge God's justice here on earth. And let's, let's ask for His justice to come here on earth as it is in heaven. Because it is the one thing we can hold on to. Lord, Lord, we thank you and we honor you. Because we know, Lord, you are a just God. And we can always pin our hopes on the fact that your justice, that right will always prevail. Lord, we ask, Lord, that let your justice come here on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, we make a decision as your people to put our hope in you, to trust, Lord God, the assurance that we find in your word that you are a just God and that in the end, right will always triumph in this world. Lord, thank you. Thank you for today. Be honored, Lord God, as we live our lives for you. In Jesus' name, amen. It is finished. It is finished, the victory is won. It is finished, it is finished, the victory is won. Let's declare that right now, it is finished. It is finished, it is finished. Well, have a good day. And as you live today, I trust and pray that you will experience and live life fully aware of the grace of God that is sufficient for you. And as we end, let me speak this blessing from the book of Numbers upon all of us. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Have a good day, everyone. God bless you.
You've been listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. If you'd like to watch these messages every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.